0: Hush Money is a production of iHeartRadio. This is Hush Money, a show about all the money subjects you're too uncomfortable to talk about.
1: But we're not. I'm Nicole Lappin, money expert and author of books, Rich Bitch and Boss Bitch. And I'm Jason
0: Pfeiffer, editor-in-chief of Entrepreneur Magazine.
1: And we believe if you don't talk about money, you're never going to make any of it. So
0: let's start talking. Each episode, Nicole and I will debate a tricky question about money and then bring in a celebrity judge to decide who's right. So let's get
1: uncomfortable.
0: Hey, Nicole, what would you do if I asked you to loan me $20? I'd say here's $20. You don't need to pay me back. That's so nice. You're welcome. But okay, what if I said I needed $200.
1: think the same.
0: I'd give you 200 bucks. What about $2,000? I
1: mean, we're just adding zeros here. If you really needed it, Jason, you know I love you. I would give you two grand.
0: Okay. That is very, very nice of you. All right. I want to up the ante even more. You and I are in college and you owned a car and I came up to you and said, Hey, Nicole, I want to go see a girl who lives six hours away. So would you mind driving me there? But don't worry because I'll totally pay for gas.
1: Um, this is a very, very specific hypothetical.
0: It's also a true story. I mean, not a story about you and me, but it's a story I heard from a woman named Danielle Putnam. So back in 2011, Danielle had this friend who we'll call Tom, and he asked her to do just that. He wanted her to drive him six hours to Baton Rouge, Louisiana, so that he could meet up with some girl he liked, and he promised to pay Danielle back for the gas. And for some reason, Danielle said yes.
2: So I drove down to Baton Rouge dropped him off, and turned around and drove back. And this was in the middle of the night, so I had to drive back by myself, and then I had to work the next day at 8 a.m. with little to no sleep. So, of course, since he said, I will pay the gas, what did I expect? Him to pay the gas. The total was
0: $49. For this very generous drive to Baton Rouge, Tom O'Daniel, $49. But guess what happened? I hope he pays, but it sounds like he doesn't. Tom does not pay. Uh. He says he'll pay, but then he doesn't. And then a little while later, Danielle even nudged him. She was like, hey, remember, you still owe me $49. And he said, totally, I'll pay you back. But he didn't. And this
2: basically ruined their relationship. He's not a person of his word. He's not listening. He didn't value our friendship back. And so over the course of time, we just kind of started to pull apart. And now that it's been years later, I, I mean, I definitely don't have his phone in my Rolodex. I couldn't call him if I wanted. I could probably find him on Facebook, but I would call him an acquaintance now which is really a tragedy because we were great friends.
1: That's so sad. So what happened? Did they
2: see each other again?
0: Yeah, actually, they saw each other one more time. And at that point, Danielle was just all business.
2: Well, believe it or not, years later, I ran into him at a reunion and said, hey, by the way, you still owe me $49. Oh, send me an invoice. Who do you think sent him an invoice? I did. He still hasn't. Paid me the
0: $49. At this point, I think it's fair to say she is not seeing that $49. Never,
2: never in a million years,
1: she is not.
0: So, Nicole, our subject of the day is whether or not to loan money to friends. And I wonder what you make of this story, given that, and just to kind of skip ahead here, I, your argument, I know, is that you'd rather give money to friends than loan them money.
1: I think it totally validates me. This is exactly why I don't want money to come between me and friends. If you never expect to be paid back, then you'll never be disappointed.
0: I see see this story with Danielle totally differently. Danielle told me that she would have never given Tom that six-hour ride if he hadn't offered to pay for the gas, because otherwise she would have just felt too taken advantage of. So that means that the gas money, functionally this loan of $49, was the reason that a bigger, nice thing happened. Like, she drove him all that way. It was really nice. But the problem wasn't the loan. The problem was that Tom wouldn't pay it
1: back. Well, Tom is a dick. Yes. I do agree. Yes, Tom is a dick. I agree with that. But I disagree pretty much on everything. (laughs) (laughs) All
0: right. Well, then let's do this. We are going to debate. Do you give your friend a loan? And then, as always, we're going to bring in a celebrity judge to decide who's right. And our judge today is Murr from the hit comedy show Impractical Jokers, who has a lot of experience working with friends and maybe even loaning them money. So the question of the hour is, do you give loans to friends? And I have a feeling
1: that we see everything differently. Yes, <laughs> yeah. That is correct, Mundo.
0: That we are both looking for ways to make money and relationships live in harmony and that we're going to come at this in a totally different way. Like, but But our goal is the same.
1: You That's know why I mean? we have this show, Hello, because relationships and money is complicated. It is
0: very complicated. If somebody comes to you and says, can I borrow 20 bucks? Like, I forgot my wallet at home and I need to buy lunch. What do you say?
1: I would just say, here's 20 bucks. Don't worry about it. And what if they're
0: uncomfortable with that? They don't want your money. They're not like, I'm not a charity case.
1: Sure. I mean, I've had situations where people will Venmo me 20 bucks, even though I'm like, I'm fine to buy you this salad because you left your wallet at home or whatever. Right. And they Venmo it to me. And I tried to figure out how to actually send it back because it was offensive to me. I was like, no, 20 bucks is no big deal. That's totally fine. I mean, when you're talking about thousands of dollars, though, that's a different story. So I would say, no, I don't give loans, but I do give money. So... I give gifts,
0: but okay. I would rather not loan the money because I know I will think about if somebody doesn't pay me back.
1: Like, I hold it against them.
0: Yeah, and I don't want to. What I want is to loan people money, and then I want them to pay me back (laughs) with interest. (laughs) With no interest. These are these are interest free loans, but I want them to. I want them to like be even you know like I, I just feel like there's something weird that happens when you make money part of a relationship and 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 i should say like i am not keeping eight. Tally on friends. If we go out to dinner or something, and people pick up the tab, or what? Like, I'm not making some kind of mental calculation. And I've also totally given people money, and they forgot to pay me back, and I forgot about it. But if I loan somebody money, let's say, let's start small. If I loan somebody ten bucks, and and I forget about it, and then like three months later, they either give me ten bucks, or we're out to lunch, and they're like, you know what? Let me pick that up because you gave me that money, and and uh, then I remember it. I feel like we're even again, and I'm happy about that.
1: I don't think friendship is a—you shouldn't keep score there. No.
0: No, you shouldn't keep score.
1: But you are keeping score. You're, like, keeping it in mind. Okay.
0: Can I tell you, I think, what the original sin is for me?
1: Yeah, I would love to know. Yeah.
0: Yes, <laughs> I think this shaped me. I think this shaped me just as I like became a, a young man who had some money to give people. Is so I was um I, I had a girlfriend once and
1: <laughs> just, just once? <laughs> just one.
0: <laughs> I actually didn't have that many girlfriends before I met my wife. So yes, I just I know. Well, it was because I was a relationship guy. I wasn't like a bouncing around guy. Got it. So you, know? you had
1: long, so this was a long term. I had long girlfriend.
0: term girlfriends, yeah.
1: Oh gosh. Because you always go back to some childhood story that's really I think you. that that's
0: how it shapes you, is you have some okay. experience with money or somebody okay. says something about money and it just shifts the way that you think about it or shapes because you just hadn't thought about it before. Sure. And you're learning how the world works. So So what'd you learn? So I had this girlfriend and I had more money than she did. And
1: how old were you approximately?
0: Early twenties. Okay, she didn't have money sometimes for rent. We were living together, or sometimes she didn't have money for utilities. And so at the beginning, I was like, "No problem, I got it. You, you, you pay me back." And we started a spreadsheet, which I know sounds crazy, but like you know, we're in our twenties. It's not like we're rolling sure. in dough. And she had every intention of paying me back. So she wait, was hold like, on. Let's Who started a
1: spreadsheet? You started the spreadsheet. She didn't start the spreadsheet. I feel
0: like. It was a mutual wow, agreement, okay. but I could be wrong. I'll take ownership of the I have spreadsheet. A you started it, but she knew it was happening, and and I did. It wasn't like a "let me hold this over you." It was like let's remember the money that I put in, so that you know what to pay me back next month when you sure. have the money. And then next month turned into many months, and the, it, we started accruing like significant money—five, six, seven thousand dollars in debt to me—and that made me very uncomfortable because I felt at some point like I was just being taken advantage of, and so we. have this horrible thing that would happen every so often in our relationship where i would gently be like so the money that you owe me and then tears right and then she would like cry and she
1: what because she didn't have the money
0: yeah and she felt really bad and she felt bad that she owed me all this money then i'd have to like backpedal and i'd have to say it's okay just when you have the money just you know we'll do it then we'll just keep adding to the spreadsheet i bet you have the spreadsheet i I think I do have this friendship. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I do actually have a stat. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> I do about have
1: a stat. About lending friends money? Because yes. I talk about this all the time. I talk about this a lot in my first book, and people ask me about it, how to get your friends to pay you back. And I think you can have a conversation that keeps things on the up and up and give people a soft-ish deadline, but kind of a deadline like, hey, I'd love to get this by Friday. I'm going on vacation or whatever, so I'd yeah. love to use it then. yeah.
0: Um. Here's the stat. CNN Money reports uh-huh. that 27% of people who lent money to family or friends didn't receive any money back and 43% were not paid in full. So it's pretty risky to loan friends and family money. There's a good chance. There's almost half of the time you will not get all of your money back. And then it's a question on you whether or not you are going to hold it against them.
1: That's why I look at a little lax. I don't expect people to pay me back and when they do you know it depends on the situation sometimes i rip up the check i think on one occasion recently when it was a vacation thing i did cash the check Mm -hmm. but i have low expectations this is my general philosophy on life and in wall street the only thing i know is that it's better to beat low expectations
0: what would you have done in my situation
1: that's a tough one she owes
0: you seven thousand dollars
1: it's a what do you do one am i the girl or the guy in this relationship
0: you're the does it matter
1: I think it kind of does. Why? Uh, It depends on where you are and what stage of your life. I think that, you know, if you're moving in together as a grown-ass person and you're already going to pay rent, then I don't think it's as big of a deal. I guess it really depends on where you both are financially. She never paid you back?
0: No, she never paid me back. And
1: how do you feel about that?
0: (laughs) Shitty. (laughs) Yeah, shitty. I mean... Let's copy out that. I don't expect her to pay me back at this point. (laughs) It's not like I'm, like, holding that against her. Um, And also, I would have never, in the midst of our terrible breakup, I would have never been like, and you owe me $7,921.17. I wouldn't, like, that was so beyond the point at that point. At this point, I was ready to just, let's move on. I, I take it as a loss. It's fine. But... I think that the right thing to do would have been to pay me back.
1: What if you made zillions and trillions and gazillions of dollars and she was like a student? Would you also expect that? Well, that's an interesting question. And would you want her to just offer? Is it the point is that you actually got the money or that you wanted her to be... The point
0: is entirely that I felt taken advantage of. It wasn't about the money. I mean, $7,000 in my 20s meant a lot more than it sure. does now, right? Like we should, we should acknowledge that we are both speaking from a place of privilege here because sure. I have some money to loan people, That's right. right? But what I don't want is to just feel taken advantage of. That's the only thing. And so it really, it comes down to circumstance. Like if I loan somebody some money one time and they like forget to pay me back and it was a small amount of money, I, I really, I don't care. It's very nice if but they pay me back. You'll never forget it. I probably won't forget it. I might Yikes. I might forget it. I know, but I'm not ledgering people. I just feel like you don't want to show your friends that you don't appreciate them.
1: So, I see. You're saying that it says something about their character. So, and you don't want a friend that has bad character where they wouldn't pay somebody back when they promised they would.
0: Yeah, I think that's right. I think that's right. And and it's not like it's deep to their character but it's a part of their character and i don't want people who take advantage of people
1: so you want the choice whether to take it or not but you want them to offer
0: yes and i and i and i'm so happy to say do not pay don't me that don't worry money. about
1: it but you just want to
0: all the time the choice gotcha. all the time what i want is for someone to be mindful of what someone else has done for them hmm and therefore return it in kind in some way. And it's not because I'm like keeping tabs. It's because I feel like when you add money to friendships, it creates some kind of weird little imbalance. And it's really nice to balance it back out.
1: But so then what conversation do you have around that? Do you just confront it, you nip it in the bud, and you say, Hey, I just wanted to remind you. I bet you are uncomfortable with those conversations. I'm so too. uncomfortable. So you can't do that. Yeah. You can't, you can't be like, uh, you know, not say anything about it, hold a secret grudge and they <laughs> hate them. And I know, not but tell that's them. what
0: I that's what I do.
1: I think the conversation has to happen regardless of how you feel. Yeah. So whether you're like, hey, just don't give this back or, hey, you know what? It would be great. I need this for X, Y, Z. I think that's a nicer way to approach the conversation.
0: You know, something else that I, I was just thinking about as you were saying that I think that there's a big difference between loaning somebody money once and
3: hmm, any sure.
0: more times there's once if and then there's once. everything else right sure. so because if i rewind even further i can remember oh god this is getting freudian yes now. it's getting freudian clifton in high school Where if you're out you? there clifton give
1: jason back his clifton moor.
0: would <laughs> clifton would come up to me at the end of the day and he'd be like hey man uh can i have a dollar to get a soda we we like you know we'd all just be standing around waiting for our parents to pick us up at the end of school, and I'd be like, yeah, here's a dollar, and then he'd do it again, and here's a dollar, and then he did it like a third or fourth or fifth time, and at that point I just feel like an ATM, right? Like one time I am happy to lend a friend, even Clifton, a dollar. For a soda. And then twice it's like, all right, but you know, you'll get me back. And then the, the more times it happens, I feel like I'm just being taken advantage of. And Clifton never paid me back. Clifton, you owe me like $10.
1: Yeah, but what if—so our super badass, fantastic producer, Christina, was. we were talking about this, and she said that she feels bad taking— Money from somebody. So she wants to pay them back. So, what if Clifton like called you this many years later and was like, listen, I've had this on my mind (laughs) since (laughs) high school. Here's 10 bucks. I just want to be free of this burden now.
0: Oh, I would take the money. I would take (laughs) it. Of course you would. I would take it. Not because I like want it, but because it feels like it closes a loop for everybody. Because
1: clearly someone's still thinking about it. I mean, clifton took a lot of my dollars well back then a dollar would really matter yeah that's right it would be more of your net worth than it than was your a significant worth. portion of
0: my net worth <laughs> i think it's time to bring somebody else into this after the break murr from impractical jokers nicole have you ever thought about the one that got away
1: jason i am happily in a relationship you know that
0: no, the hire that got away. Someone that you thought was perfect for your team, but ah, they were already with another employer.
1: Oh, well, in that case...
0: linkedin.com slash help wanted. Terms and conditions apply. Happy hiring ever after. James Murray is a writer, executive producer, and actor best known as Murr on True TV's Impractical Jokers, along with his comedy troupe, The Tenderloins. And he is the perfect person to weigh in on our question here about giving loans to friends because Murr has made a career out of working with his friends. The other three guys on Impractical Jokers are his childhood best friends from Staten Island, though I'm going to guess that they now make enough money that they don't need to be borrowing from each other. Murr, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me, guys. So you're here to settle the question, should you... Give loans to friends. Nicole says she'll give money to friends, but with the clear instructions not to pay her back. Nicole wants loans to be gifts because she doesn't want money to come in between friends. I, on the other hand, am totally willing to give a loan to a friend only if I think that they will pay me back. And I do expect them to pay me back because I don't want to feel taken advantage of. So, James. Yes. It is now time to loan one of us something that we will never give you back, which (laughs) is your
3: declaration of who is correct. I hate to do this to both of you, but for the first time ever in this podcast, you are both wrong. Oh! Yes. No. Neither of you is right. (gasps) Wow. Unprecedented. I'm sorry to say it, but you are both flawed in your logic. What is your answer then? Under no circumstances should you ever lend money to friends because here's here's why. Jason, yeah. you say if only if they can guarantee you get it back. There's no way you're getting that money back. It just doesn't <laughs> happen. I've been in the situation so yeah. many times and to get some back or it's not the schedule you set or agreed on. I've even done paper contracts with It's mm, all wow. BS. It doesn't work yeah. and it comes between the friendship always. Right. Second, Nicole, I've also yes, tried the so gift. Bring you, it. You're like, I don't want money to come between friends. I'll just gift, gift it to you. That is making it come between friends. What do you because mean? every time you go out for dinner with that friend or whatever, all you're going to be thinking about is the money that you gave to them that they didn't give back. It will be between you guys always. Mm. You cannot escape it. And it, it puts you in a position of, you know what, I helped that son of a bitch when she was at blah. <laughs> you're always going to have it in your mind. It will always, always be there.
1: It sounds like never just do anything with money and friends. You're trying like hoard a it, super hard bury line. it.
3: Wow. Invest in a, uh, an, IRA? an IRA, something. Uh-huh. Do anything That's other responsible. than Give it to friends. You'll never get it back.
0: You speak with the passion of someone who has experience.
3: Yes. Although I was recently- How a, can you tell? I was, <laughs> I was recently in a position. I was uh, thinking of buying a new apartment. And long story short, I might have needed to borrow some money from the other impractical jokers. Oh, And wow. two out of three were willing to give me the money. That's pretty cool. Wow. Uh, and I was going to take that money and not give it back. And yeah, so right. Food. So did you start screaming <laughs> at them? Don't give up, money to friends. I, I, no, I, I didn't take my own advice, of course. <laughs> uh, I didn't end up needing it, but uh, and I didn't get the apartment anyway, so there you go. That's
1: <laughs> a- but <laughs> what about that other guy? So what about the one out of three?
3: You know, he's the one that can't find his wallet whenever we go, go out to eat. I'll let, I you, I'll see. let the f- <laughs> listeners figure out Dude, which, which one of three is. it is. <laughs> and so
1: do you judge him now, like hardcore? Uh,
3: uh, I've judged him for 30 years. Got it. Yeah.
1: Even more so that he didn't want to step up, in, you know. Even though he didn't have to in the end, you know.
3: I think our position is a little different. I mean, you know, we're lifelong friends. I mean, these are like my soulmate kind of friends, you know. But most of your friends are not. Yeah. That in so life. this
0: is. So I was wondering if the the passion from which you speak is not, of course, related to to your your three buddies and the Tenderloins because you guys have that relationship and also are making money together. But some other childhood friends or people from the neighborhood who now that you know. You're you're on TV and you're making a lot of money. You're calling you up and saying, hey, I bet you've got some cash for me. That's got to happen, right?
3: It, it, it happens less now because the, the the four of us made a collective decision years ago to say no to huh. everyone. Mm. Uh, and family's tricky, too, because a lot of times it comes from family.
1: And what you happens know? there?
3: My, my good-for-nothing mother. Keep, no, I'm kidding. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. I love uh, and what do you do? It's a tough situation uh, across the board. Uh, I think, you know, people don't realize that it happens all the time and as a result they think their situation is unique and it's always something crazy and um, when you have the policy across the board we don't negotiate with terrorists you yeah. know what i mean that you just have to stick by it Right. Uh, and it's gotten less as 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 things have progressed
0: because now everyone knows the word the has spread. is spread they no. started a
3: facebook page about it yeah, yeah. <laughs> is not a bank <laughs> those
0: cheap bastards yeah
3: so actually
0: can you tell us what that moment was like when you all made that decision? Like, were you all getting hit up a lot for yeah. requests and so you all just sat down and you were like, you know what, we have to be a united force against
3: loans? No, it was just a very casual conversation where it started happening to all of us. But also keep in mind, we're on channel one million. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we weren't exactly rolling in the dough for the first like five, six seasons. You know right. what I mean? Uh, and the tour didn't take off until a few years ago. So it was, um, I didn't have money to lend, you know? Uh, so, it was just kind of a collective, like, can you believe this is going on in our lives? And holy holy shit, that happened to you too. It's happening to you Yeah. So.
1: so have you ever been screwed or you've just oh, yeah, yeah. drawn a hard line?
3: Yeah. It's a tough situation. So
1: what's happened in the past?
3: Uh It's ruined friendships for really? sure. For sure. You know, I had a, I don't want to get into specifics, but you know, somebody borrowed two grand for me and never got a cent back, mm. you know. Uh, and it it, it's it happens a lot. I've done it a couple times. I've violated my own rule a few
1: times. That makes sense.
3: And uh, and it it has always one hundred percent time. Right. Screw me over
1: and backfired.
3: So you get burned.
1: So then, what is the conversation now? So let's say yeah. How do you say no? Like gets hit up for that two grand of yesteryear. Yeah. And I say, Hey, Mer, can I have two grand? What do you say back? Well,
3: no. I <laughs> said no. I'm sorry, Nicole. We just met. I mean, Nicole, come on. I know. You know, like Jave, Jason asked me for two grand. I mean, I've known him for a couple oh. years. Yeah. So I'd
1: still,
0: <laughs> i still no, say no. But, but it would be but, a nicer okay, letdown. Okay. Yeah. But then, how longer.
1: do you do that? Okay, so Jason, can you role play this pretty sure,
0: place? sure. Hey
3: Hey Jason, it's good to see you. Buddy. Yeah, yeah, you too.
0: You've been yeah. a while. You know, I mean, I don't You're a very
3: talented guy. I, I thank mean, we you. You two. That's right. We did. We did. Got uh, that great article about us in d- the uh, Entrepreneur magazine. That's right.
0: You know, I did all that, and yeah, I feel like I really appreciate it. I, you know, that. I really put myself out for You're you fantastic, at times. Great guy.
3: Great guy. And now I'm buying this car. Yeah. Too bad, man. You can't afford it. It's a. <laughs> you know, it's not that expensive. No, you know, it's too expensive for you. It's a. It's a, it's a used car. I see where this is going. Let me stop you right here, buddy. As it's a, as it's a, friend, a really cheap used as car. As my friend, as yeah. somebody I respect professionally, the answer is no.
0: Oh. <laughs> but he didn't even ask. You I don't know knew. A, I can see the look in his eyes. Right, I was I was going to ask if you wanted to take a test drive with
3: me. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but do you do you literally cut people off. I have the same line I say, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is um I say, you have to understand Um, This has happened, I I, I greatly feel for what situation you're in, um, but uh, this happened, you have to understand that this happens to us every month for the past eight years of being on TV. Mm -hmm. From exes to currents to friends to best friends to distant relatives to cousins you never even met before. I said, you have to put yourself in my position too, that it happens to me every month and realize that uh, uh, the guys that I just have uh, across the board had to say no. It's just too much you yeah know? of course immediate family needs something I, I will i'll help out you know that's family kind of goes above and beyond that but you know it's a when i say it like that then people tend to understand
0: i actually think that's a really good lesson not just about saying no to loans but about saying no which is something so i i am not getting hit up for money a lot, but I'm getting hit up for time a lot. Yeah, I mean, and, and I do a version of the same thing, where I'm like, listen, I wish that I had the time to meet with everybody, but I get requests <laughs> all the time.
3: Yeah. You're, <laughs> listen, sir, you are yeah. not worth my time. Is yeah, that what you're yeah, to that?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it's ultimately what I am saying, yeah. I guess, but it's not what
3: I'm trying to well, say. Well, you realize the, the only currency you have in life is it's not time. money. Yeah. It's time. It's time, that's right. It's the only thing yeah. that you're not Most getting any more of. Mm-hmm.
1: But you draw a really hard line on how you spend your time, which and I agree, we can agree on this, that it is our most valuable asset. So why don't you, Jason, draw a hard line on giving loans?
0: You know, I think it's probably because I haven't been burned repetitively. I have loaned people money and they've and they've paid me back. The one big one, which we talked about earlier in the episode, was a, a long term girlfriend of mine who kept needing to borrow rent and utilities, and I did the thing that you it sounds like you've done with somebody, which is like like I kept a spreadsheet. Yep. You know, and I wasn't trying to be a dick about it. It was just that she intended to pay me back, so I was like, let's just keep track of it, and then that'll make yeah, us both feel fine. Sure. And then it just ballooned <laughs> to romantic. an amount of money. Yeah that it was, it was impossible for her to pay me back. And she yes. never did. You essentially became her sugar daddy. I did. <laughs> at that point. I yeah, did, really, right. But... And I was not in a position to be a sugar daddy. No. <laughs>
1: but it sounds like you guys obviously have a bromance in general. But, like, when you rejected Jason, you did give him a little compliment sandwich.
3: Yes. Situation. Yes, that was nice. Like, you're awesome. Blah, right. I appreciated that. No,
1: you're awesome. Right.
3: You know, what is it? What is called? Uh, uh, You punch somebody with kid gloves. Is that the expression? You know,
1: I think there is that adage. And we've talked about it, that if you give friends money, you decide which you want more, the friend or the money.
0: Good, good point. You know, picking up on that, when you say no... Do you feel like you damage the relationship? You have. Oh, you interesting. Have. Yeah. Yes,
3: of course. Uh, there, There's collateral damage, of yeah. course.
1: Either way. Damn if you way. do, damn if you don't.
3: Exactly right. Because they should not be putting you in a position that they, that this is, unless, I mean, like, look, if they're like a lifelong friend, like if the guys asked me for money, I would lend it to them. Um, but, uh, you know, otherwise it's going to damage the relationship Sure than hell.
0: Uh, you you don't feel no. as bad about it because oh, they're the brilliant. ones that made the decision to Correct. put you in that situation. Correct,
3: They put you in the uncomfortable position. Right.
1: But it and hurts you know was, my heart. I don't know. Go you ahead. know what I to go
3: back to too? Mm-hmm. Like um, for many years uh, we had nothing. Uh, we did not make it onto TV until our mid-30s really. And um, there were many months uh, uh, when I lived in Brooklyn years and years ago where I couldn't afford my rent. And I never asked anybody to borrow money. I got out there. I hustled. I took temp jobs and anything I had to do to make the rent. And it was like 1200 a month. And I had, eight, I remember one month I had $800 in the bank and total, and it was a twelve hundred dollars a month rent. And I was, I was like, shit, I got two and a half weeks to make, to get fast money. Uh So I did what I had to do. You know what I mean? I didn't ask to borrow money from my folks. I didn't ask my family. I didn't ask friends. I just hustled and did what I had to do. And it was awful and miserable and I hated temping and, but I had to do it, you know? So do something, yeah, right. So then, so then, yeah. when
0: you see people trying to take the easy way out by asking the guy who's made a bunch of money on TV for a loan, you think, Why don't you just go
3: take care of this yourself?
1: I've been there, I know how That's to a get solution to life
3: in general. You have to f- figure things out on your own and make things happen on your own, right? Word. Ain't nobody gonna help you in, in the world,
1: ain't no one, especially Murr, is gonna help you. That's in true. This <laughs> world. I mean, look, oh. you're gonna help in other emotional Ways potential. <laughs> I don't know. But I, it hurts my heart when my friends can't pay their rent or something. Like, I don't know. I just want to take care of everybody. So yeah. I just say yes and I give it to them. Well, you know, let me know how it works out for you. <laughs> I'm also the financial yeah. expert. So. Yeah. But I don't
0: think that you've been burned. Have you been burned the way that it sounds like? Well, she's not
3: asking for the money back. Right. You're essentially, just she just you know, doesn't have the away. expectation of it. Yeah. Yeah. You're making it rain all over the world.
1: Just be my friend. That's how <laughs> that's how I get friends. If you see Nicole,
3: if you see Nicole walking down the Sixth <laughs> Avenue, she's just making it rain. Tag. Well, you do put get, your hand out, it's crazy. and
0: it comes. Yeah. See
1: how many friends I have? I'm so popular. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Well, I feel like we've all learned something, which is that, Murr, your friends should call Nicole That's yeah. right.
3: <laughs> whenever they need a loan. Shoot, I'm going to call Nicole. <laughs>
0: the, the, the wallet is open over here and it's closed everywhere else. Um, Murr, thank you so much. We're both wrong. For uh, we yeah, are declaring us both wrong. I don't know why I'm thanking yeah. you. Yeah, you don't. Screw you for coming on our show and <laughs> declaring us both wrong. you guys, too. Get out of this studio. I'm out of here. <laughs> thank you so
3: much for being here. You got
0: it. Alright, with Murr out of the studio, I gotta say there was an interesting hole in his argument, which was that he said he is not loaning money to friends, but he carves out an exception for his absolute best friends. Isn't that interesting? There are, there's a number of people, small number of people, where there's enough trust there that he understands that money will not ruin that relationship. Or, He's just willing to take the bet because the relationship is strong enough.
1: And to be clear, I'm not like out giving money on the street to people who are like kind of friends, kind of acquaintances. I'm really talking about my close circle as well. And Jason, you are part of the close circle. I appreciate so I that. I give you 20 bucks. Oh well, thank you. Wait, and but how I big wouldn't is- loan it to you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that too. How big is your inner circle? His inner circle seems to be three people.
1: I think it's about five. Oh
0: I'm one of five? That makes me feel good. I like my work hubs. That makes me feel better than having twenty dollars.
1: You're welcome, see? Isn't that priceless?
0: It is, and I, I I will pay you back in some way that I can't even imagine right Your now. Your
1: presence is my present. Thank you, Nicole. You're welcome, Jason. And that is Hush Money.
0: Hey, are you subscribed to Hush Money wherever you get your podcasts? You should be. And
1: please give us a rating, which helps others find the show. It sure does. And if you want to keep up with us on social, I'm at Nicole Lappin. Jason is at Hey Pfeiffer. And for the podcast specifically, it's at Hush Money Podcast on Instagram.
0: We've got great people to thank. Our amazing producer is Christina Everett. Thanks also to Mangesh Hatikador, Will Pearson, Beth Ann Macaluso, and Nikki Etor, and the rest of the great iHeart team. Our sound editing is by Mary Duke.
1: And a special thanks to my badass NBG team, Sabrina Anderson, Megan Nelson, and Kate Garrison.
0: Hush Money is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.